I know you wanted me to know about the hairdresser and the guy in the f- buffalo coats. Yes. You made me look at that picture. You yes. wanted me to look at Kim Kardashian's eye. Oh, and then the other tragic outfit at this thing. Everybody was at Leo <laughs> did, Leo's 49th birthday party. And the next night, this baby to baby gala. And maybe in between, you went to Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez's engagement party that oh. happened late after Leo's. 49th celebration. And then the third thing you wanted me to know about is, oh my gosh, the rom-com that just won't won't quit. quit. The biggest news over the weekend. So before we get to it, I came across an article, you guys, that it was from um, the seven reasons why Taylor Swift is good for her fans' mental health. Yes. And this is based on, this is just kind of wild. So, you know, you and I were never on the bandwagon really till later this year. Big time. I know I would never call myself a Swifty, but I am a fan of Taylor Swift and I have been going all the way back to that very That's first it. song. We weren't Tim McGraw. Song. Yes, we weren't Swifties. No, but, because we were older, but I can totally see like anyone in her in 10 years on either side of her. I feel the connection because she's writing about what it is to be a young woman. 100%. Yeah. And so basically, um, this guy went out, he didn't get it, and he is a psychologist. And so he said, I don't get this whole thing. He goes to Ira's movie and he says, I'm in L.A. where no one talks to anyone. Immediately someone comes up to me and offers me and my wife friendship bracelets. Right. And they're so cute, and it's mom and a daughter. And then yeah. I see dads and daughters, and everyone's dressed up in giddy, and someone compliments me and comes up to us in L.A. Mm-hmm. and says, oh, look at your great... Taylor Swift popcorn bucket. You're going to love having that. And he's just like, what is going on here? And then his experience inside was just gleeful and delightful. So he gets back and he says shortly after Cal psychiatry emailed um, him to invite him to a discussion group with Brian Donovan, who's the sociology professor at the university of Kansas, who teaches a course on the sociology of Taylor Swift. Mm. And he wanted 25 therapists and psychiatrists. Some were Swifties. Others weren't. Um, and um, others were filled with Curio Swifty mm-hmm. um, to talk about um, what she does. And they had what they like about her kind of had an epiphany. And it was kind of a, a conversation with all these guys. What what is it about her in the mental health world? And so here's what they here are the seven things. I won't I'll go very quickly because I know we have to talk about the lyric change and how cute they are. Yeah, yeah. And the no, running and jumping. I wanna, I okay. wanna hear this. Okay, so one thing is they say you belong with me. And they're, you know, taking off the her song. Mm-hmm. Um, a sense of belonging. Yeah. Swifties share a global connection in diversity yeah. with larger culture. They unite. And basically, human beings need social connectiveness yeah. and a sense of belonging to thrive. Yeah. And it's intergenerational belonging. Right. As opposed to a generation gap, mm-hmm. which we hear on other things, it's intergenerational grandkids, kids, kids who live, moms who loved her. Now they're having children. And, it's, you yeah. know, really Pink has that. At yes. Her concerts. And, and I, I feel, feel like, like Beyonce does. And- your d- parents did this with you and Elvis. That was something yeah, you guys shared. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But so it's this group of people that can share it. Breathing, that's the number two. Coping skills. She's a good storyteller, and her lyrics yeah. are comforting mm-hmm. and offer coping. Having used, um, she just says, having coping skills, these psychologists say, is a huge part of mental wellness. Yeah. And being able to express emotions 
expressiveness. Sh- be, that you be, you can shake it off. There you go. And the other one, it validates <laughs> yeah. emotional. She validates emotional mm-hmm. experiences and gives these people a label to express themselves. The, the Swifties. And studies show people with poor mental health can't identify or talk about feelings. Mm-hmm. And Swifties share that. Yeah. Speak now. Number three, inspiring messages, valuable life lessons. And if you remember her commencement speech, learn to live alongside cringe. Mm-hmm. Cringe is unavoidable over a lifetime. Even That's the term, true. right, even the term That's cringe true. might someday, someday be deemed cringe. But you talk about things. You She's offering coping mechanisms. It's okay to be uncomfortable with who you are right now. Yeah. It'll yeah, pass. Yeah. Um, and then change. She talks about um, she doesn't take herself too seriously. I mean, you know, she's a living legend at her peak. I mean, not her peak, but like maybe at her. I mean, she's 32. I mean, the age she is, the age. It's you can't write this stuff just like uh, the polar opposite of Britney Spears story. This is a rom-com and a story that even Taylor Swift couldn't have written herself, even though a lot of her music alludes to this and alludes to also. You know, standing up for yourself, and you know she she is a wonderful, amazing role songwriter, model, songwriter. I don't know, you know, the role model All thing. Right. I don't like I, to say that, but how she writes vividly about the experience of being a young woman, a young teenager, a young woman. You know, she's all done all these ages because mm-hmm. what was she? You know, she was 15, young. 15, 12. Yeah. 15 when she wrote her first song, I think, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the Tim McGraw song. Yeah. So anyway, you know, that's it, that's pretty powerful that she's always been in touch with her feelings. Her mom and dad stayed together, yep. you know, and she's She's got a strong family fam- bond. Yeah. So, I mean, she's just like, uh, you know, g- g- seems like a... You know, she's everyone has grown up with her in one way or another. Exactly, exactly. And so she just says, and she talks about struggling with mental health, and she talks about being dumped, and she talks about bad things that happen and good oh, things yeah. that happen. She shares it all, and for and she isn't. She's a cool girl that really she doesn't is. always know. She's kind that of a nerdy, cool. right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. so basically, yeah. at the end, the uh, survey, another survey was released about how artists more some have more than other a positive impact on mood and well being of young people and others. Yeah. yeah. She came out on top of everybody with thirty two percent. Yeah. So she's just and Beyonce's got to be right there next to her. Probably. Probably. But because- it just. They both like to have that with their, they have that connection with their fans where people feel very strongly that they're, that they're singing to you. You're singing back to them. And you're it's feeling okay. love yeah. all around you and everybody's happy for everybody else. And no one's looking for anything. And you've all been there and done that, or you're going to do that. And, and if is, you're quirky and odd, you're it, whatever it is, you're or, you're you, and you get to be part of yeah, everybody else. Yeah. So she's I, she's she's already back in New York. She's back. Okay. Argentina so so happened. tell us what happened this weekend because you were delighted. Well, I was delighted we at all this were. turn of the rom com. Um, <laughs> she performed three sold out shows in Buenos Aires, Argentina, over the weekend, and Travis Kelsey. Flew 14 hours to spend one of those nights with with her. Um, the first night she performed, he was at his buddy Patrick Mahomes' gala in Kansas mm-hmm. City. 
And then he flew 14 hours on a jet and then was uh, had dinner with Taylor Swift's dad and uh, then was sitting in the little box wherever you sit. When that you was know a the funny singer. looking box. It's, it was like it's the tent that they put up, you yeah. know, right next to like the sound. It's kind of it's not a box. It's like it down on like, the floor. Yeah, right. it looked like he contained no yes. a little cracker yes. box. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, but he's so big and he had on like a dartboard shirt, but that Christmas. only he could look good <laughs> in. Right? It, it looked like a, one of those shirts you could take off and you could play Twister. <laughs> totally yes. right, because it looked like the groovy hands. Yes, yes exactly. Like, he's so big. Oh, yeah. He could take that shirt off and Taylor and the dancers Honestly. could play Twister. Yes. And then, you know, she changes a lyric in the song, um, which I don't know if you guys have. I've or got not. it. Do you want to play it? Yeah, play it. So this from- was this sent the Swifties into overdrive. It's about it's from the song Karma. The guy on the Chiefs coming, coming straight home to, to me. me. I mean, that is such a great rock star move. move. Yeah. I love it. I love it for him. I love it for them. I love it for us. I do too. Yeah, it's they're so, so delight. They're so cute. Did you guys see the video too of her when she got off stage yes. and then she ran and she had heels on and still got to jump in his arms because like Britney said. But it said, wasn't a jug. Did- it wasn't a jug. She just reached up and put her arms around yeah. him <laughs> and stood on her tiptoes and let herself fall oh, there we into go. Right into his lips. He bent down to her. It was so... I yeah. watched it like at least 10 times. <laughs> Brittany watched it 100. Well, and Brittany I'm made sure. the best point about it. She gets mm-hmm. to be this, And I, you know, this. she said this, yeah. the small girl. And yes. I loved it when he embraced it. It was just... Yes, was because, you know, Taylor Swift is like... Uh, she's tall. She's tall. She's tall mm-hmm. in real life. And then she likes to wear heels. She likes to wear good shoes. Yeah. I love her taste. These Gucci loafer pumps that were in... They, they were in style 25 years we had ago. Em. We had them. We had them. We had them. We had them. But they weren't Gucci, but they looked no. like Gucci came out with them first. Mm-hmm. And that was who... Um, we had them. I love a stacked loafer. <laughs> Loved. Remember yeah, how many we tight. had? We had so many. Oh yeah. my gosh. It's just fun and, and they're happy. But what happened? I think the second night, so she wasn't supposed to perform yeah. Sunday night. There was lightning. Yeah. So they, they canceled they, it. They canceled. So she had to perform Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So she had to do an extra show. But here's the She's thing. She's already back. She's already back. And she came just back. yesterday. She leapt into, leapt on her tiptoes and leaned in for a kiss <laughs> and fell. And and they fell into a kiss. And I assume they spent the night. And then he came back on a different jet. He didn't come back with all the rest of the. He's been all over. He was in Germany the week yeah. before. And then he's in Argentina. I, yeah. you know what? You're young. You can do all these time zones. Don't worry about it. You go, can. go, go. <laughs> it doesn't Don't worry matter. about it. Set the clock for when you. Get there to be on local time, and no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, I don't care what you have to do in the shower or anywhere, stay up until at least nine or nine thirty of uh, that time when you get, you know, when you arrive. Even if up. you get there at, you know, great travel tip. Yeah, great travel tip. If trip. you get there at one, okay, take a disco nap, but you mm-hmm. got, you got to, to stay away. <laughs> Here's the other thing that that she did ask, and uh, during her concert in Buenos Aires, yeah, she just said stop. You know, throwing things on stage, it really freaks me out. And so she stopped during singing Evermore to address the crowd really? because a mm-hmm. fan's gift landed on next to her piano. And she said, just because... 
Communication means having gentle, healthy bond- boundaries. It really freaks me out when stuff gets thrown at me on stage. I don't stage blame her. Because yeah. a dancer can trip on it. Yes. And plus, you know, it's just not, it's never, I've never, this is why I would have been a terrible punk rocker, really, for sure, in the mosh pit, is I could never handle any kind of projectiles of any sort. <laughs> I don't care if it was a soft <laughs> cup of water or anything. I no. never liked any of that i mean it was water balloon you're pushing it okay yeah you know no, you can't and uh. he's so classy though she also said i love that you brought presents and that is so nice but just can you please not throw them on stage and did they stop i love you so much i'm sure they I'm did, sure they did yeah. during the movie i never saw anything get thrown at her on stage yeah well i mean they did that over what did she play 10 nights there it could it be at, at or the three so five so it wasn't 10 no, no it was it like was three three or, or four or, yeah. yeah yeah three or four so they filmed it and put it together mm-hmm. and put the best in. casey went to that with the grandkids the seven and nine year old they love it oh. uh, well the the two boys took a couple of naps yeah That'd be Casey and the seven-year-old. Um, yeah, but um, the seven-year-old really knew a lot of Taylor. And now we got bad blood. <laughs> yes. And now we're yeah, I still don't know the Did the nine-year-old thing. love it? Um, yeah, yeah, she did. She loved the whole thing. That's but, so yeah, fun. They, they did like it. That's so fun. All right, we have to take a break, and it is time for the dirt alert. We'll be right back. All right, gang, Lori and Julie here for Learning Rx. And, um... You know, I was over the weekend talking to a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in a long time, and her daughter got a concussion way back in mm-hmm. ninth grade Uh-oh. and crippling and just didn't know what to do, couldn't do anything, and time went on and on, and then it was leading kind of yeah, to... thinking it would get better on its own. Real sadness right. and things like that, and ended up as a last resort going to Learning Rx, and they have experience helping people out with concussions. And they've had a, a lot of experience in it. And I know that's something that happens to who just fell on their head. I can't remember. Someone else just got one last week. But it really helps you out if right. it's you're not recovering quick that's enough. Because right, is, that is a very real thing. It is a very real thing. And they're excellent at it. And, I, you know, it's the gift-giving season. And maybe you want to give someone you love the gift of learning Rx. It all starts, of course, with the eye-opening assessment. Mention Lori and Julie and the assessment's 50% off. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant, what do we have? What do we have? Yes, we've got some good dirt here to start okay. out this Monday afternoon. And let's just go. I know you mentioned this a little bit ago about Leonardo DiCaprio's 49th birthday party. That He's, he's 49. 49. And soon he'll be 50 and next year. And that means he's going to be double the age of his average girlfriend. Kind of creepy. <sighs> But, mm-hmm, uh, but that night, he had a lot of fun. A lot of great people were there. Toby Maguire, Kim Kardashian, Jay-Z, Beyonce. I mean, it, it Kate Blanc's uh, Black and Sale. Or I can't, Black and Sale. Excuse where, me. Where was the party at? Uh, the, the Beverly Hills Hotel. It was, oh. yes. The Beverly Hills Hotel. And he, in fact, even did a little karaoke himself where he did some rapping. Did you guys see that at all? It was like a Vanity Fair oh. old school. After party. It was everybody was there. And... Yeah, because they could. Well, yeah, they could all get together. And then also then the same night, Lauren Sanchez and Jeff Bezos had their engagement party, Mm -hmm. which was like, was it a a later party? Because then people. Mm -hmm. It was right after. Yeah. Changed and went to that party. (laughs) 
It seems exhausting. Yeah, that's an example. But I think everything, like Leo's party, who knows, it might have started at six. Right. Been done with at midnight. And then Leo didn't want to have the late late. No. You know? Yeah, because he's got plans. He's He's got got plans. He's got things to do. He's got a card game. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's got a card game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, uh,. And then everyone went to, and then they had to, the program was, uh, the two of them, Bezos and Lauren Sanchez, uh, posing in what I think is supposed to look like a battered Jeep Wrangler somewhere on a ranch in Wyoming or, geez, that Montana. Yeah. And why am I getting shades of Beth Dutton laying across her daddy's lap? Oh. (laughs) Okay. Cringy. Yeah. I mean, I I'm like, I get I get it. They are I'm glad they're crazy about each other. But you two are not Beth and Rip because it looks like Daddy and <laughs> and and an older Beth, you know, when she's I didn't see those. Are these pictures posted? What did we post? Oh, I uh, we know, did I, not, not post that. But, okay. but uh we did post earlier, which we played was the, the Travis Kelsey karma video oh, got it, got it, got and then it. we'll get to another one later i'm sure okay. the hannah waddingham one which is kind of fun but let's go over to prince right now you know oh. he was really known for his style his yeah, music he's got a huge huge auction going up right now through rr auctions which is based out of boston but more than 8200 items of his are up for auction and the Who auction owned all this stuff well so the prince's state is not affiliated with the auction according to the site but the auction site said that per- the purple rain items were acquired from prince's wardrobe mm. designer Right, it says the collector, who is unnamed, decided it was time to share his private cachet with other Prince fans. And RR would not put this up if they didn't know that there was... I'm sure that this person's private collection has plenty of authenticity letters. I absolutely love that you're our auction specialist. (laughs) Right now, the famous white ruffled uh, shirt that he wore at the 12th Annual American Music Awards, kind of like Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld. (laughs) That one's going up for right now. Currently, the bid is at $10,000 with 23 bids. And it's expected to get over $15,000. But you're talking jewelry, everything. I I wish that the the Prince Estate would buy some of this. And put it up out at... Yes. Yes. See if Graceland was still involved, in, involved they would be on top of this stuff. I You're feel right, like. Lori. They might. Well, know. maybe or they, they maybe, maybe they have duplicates. I mean, we don't know if Prince had like he liked something, and I mean, this would be something I would do if I'd like something, and I'd say I want this in three shades of cream, and you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'd be very. Well, you like, might have more than one, like the know. ruby slippers. Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay, well, that's a good way. And if it's not, and you if know, it's not in good condition, or they don't have, uh, that you know, I can imagine that a lot of people might sew things after the fact and try and pass them off as old. <laughs> yes. What do you do? <laughs> you know, this do is that? Prince's shirt I'm wearing today. Right. <laughs> it's got the ruffle. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this is called a Fashion of Prince auction. Again, it's wow. on R&R Auctions. If you just go to rnrauction.com, there are over 82 items from jewelry to, it looks like even like yeah. he had some like nylon sleeves bands for his hand. Did we, where did we see a Prince? Co- oh, I... I can't. I've seen a Prince costume. Tiny. I mean, I you have saw it at Paisley at, Park. At Paisley, yes, yes. That's you it. saw it at Paisley Park, and so and just like so trim. 
<laughs> well, that's what yeah, I was going to yeah. say. If anyone wants Lean to fit trim. into his jacket, you might be a good size zero. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to bring this story up moving on from Prince to Barbara Streisand. And you guys might have talked about this last week. And forgive me if you did, but I just love this story that the song I Don't Want to Miss a Thing mm-hmm. by Aerosmith. Did you hear how that was inspired by no. Babs? And tell us. Tell so us. This, I do know. This is really cool. So in her memoir, she talks about how in the beginning stages of her and then uh boyfriend James Brolin they were laying in bed next to each other and Brolin said I don't want to fall asleep and she asked why he said because I'll miss you so she and then in 1997 about a year after that she was doing an interview with Barbara Walters on 2020 and uh, Diane Warren heard that interview who then wrote the song that you all know so famously from the movie Armageddon great great song I I can't believe that so Diane Warren wrote it from the interview from the interview and then she gave the lyrics to Aerosmith and that that should have won an Oscar yes that's another way Diane Dan Warren has been robbed, robbed. of Oscar. <laughs> right, and left. Songs. That's a great song. I mean, that was so epic. great. Every, you know, if you have seen the movie, you yes. associate the two so closely together. And that was the movie from my infamous Kissgate. Remember yes. when oh, I told yes. you? Right? And what year was that, Grant? That was 1998, I believe, or 97. Jeez. okay. And yeah, I said that I kissed the wrong girl, and I actually ran into her sister last week and she gave me a hard time about it so oh god i love it (laughs) that one you're gonna have a hard time i'm never gonna live that you just are okay what thanks grant hey gang hammernix is having a blowout sale laurie you are gone you are gone okay right now it's a clear the warehouse sale great great i mean better than great fantastic pricing but it's just at two locations the New Hope location up 169 Bassett Road and the St. Paul location on Rice Street. Because the other ones, their inventory is too new. They right. don't have stuff to they blow up. Right, right. So almost half of their hard surface inventories are up to 80% off. Whoa. That could bring your square foot price down to like a dollar per well, square foot, which is good. huge. So if you have a commercial building or you're redoing. Or your basement or your kitchen, kitchen or your floor. Or I mean, doing some apartments and you need some nice flooring yes. to get in there. Yes. Perfect opportunity. I mean, who doesn't want to buy something for a dollar square foot? And just look for the yellow tags when you go in and their on-site designers can help you pick the right products that will obviously fit your needs and it's a perfect time to get new flooring for the holidays more information at hammernicks.com so what's the patrick dempsey okay sexiness we're always we're never gonna there's always gonna be stuff on sexiness because it's really in the eye of the beholder it, okay <laughs> unless it You're, is. you know, it is. It is. I mean, because some people might prefer blondes over brunettes, like Gary, the Golden Bachelor. He likes not golden haired women, but more brown hair brunettes. Yes. Haired women. Uh, and some people like a big nose. <laughs> you know, some people like a deep voice. Um, there's cultural I, trends that come into play. I'm the last person I met. I'm really attracted to because he's got a big nose. Oh, yeah. Well, it all depends on where you are in life. Uh, I yeah. think that's hysterical. Yeah. Okay. Well, that hasn't happened to me yet. Okay. Okay, but... <laughs> that's a good one. Grant, you? Big years, that can be a thing, Oh, too. yeah. Especially in your later years. They're, yes. They're you've got to make them your friends because <laughs> they all keep growing. You've got to get used to it. Man, with but personality and charm, we can never that can break or make attractiveness. Like, one hundred percent. I remember one time I said to this guy, I said, "Oh, I wish you never said a thing." 
What? Oh. Yeah. What? Because yeah, he looks so good. And then the because minute, she, the you minute, were speaking like yeah. what a man probably wants I to know. say to a woman. It's reverse sexism. I, 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 I was just like, why did wait, you say anything? Wait, listen. I'm Gary. I'm 72, yeah. and I'm your first ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Gary. Because people do. think he sounds like Kermit. I'm yeah. Gary. Yeah. <sighs> so, like, it, like, if you did not like that voice, you couldn't be... Uh, you couldn't get a heart nope. on for Gary nope. at all. No nope. way. Nope. 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 Hi. Hi. Yeah. Not David Beckham. Beckham. Exactly. <laughs> but he's so delightful. But another way that people are sexy and like this is like what Pete, Pete Davidson, what he brings to the sexy BDA. It just not only does he have the BDE, but he, he has this warm, open, fun, confident way about him he you just instantly get that he's not going to be a douchebag to you you know i mean he just seems like he's just gonna you know he likes you yeah. you know i mean and that is like that makes people attractive mm-hmm. wildly attractive and 100 you know and then never underestimate Attractive people doing attractive things while looking attractive. The appeal of that what, to everybody give involved. Me an, give me an example Just of a, what that looks like. Oh, it can be, you know, Vegas. It can be beach at twilight. It can be, you know, at a cafe. It could be at on Lake Minnetonka. You know, I mean, just... When people are like just having fun and... and in the you, moment. In the yeah. moment. Yeah. And when yeah. you're having fun, you know, you just instantly look more attractive. So... You might as well put some effort into what you're wearing if you're going to be on Oh, here public. we go. Here we go. <laughs> it takes a lot No. Yeah. No. Be in the moment. Pants. You need but, hard pants. Yeah. Be in the moment, but damn sure, make sure you yeah. looked in the mirror before you yes. left your house. Damn it. Come on. Let's Lord, everybody work. cry a little harder and remember that the whole world doesn't need to look like we're modeling for skims. Oh. oh we're not all, you know. Uh-huh. You know. Just, I actually don't see that as much anymore. Do you? But well, you were just traveling, so yeah. it's, it's a good airport pant. I will, you know, that's comfy. I like some breakup <laughs> in, um, I don't like looking like you're traveling in your skin. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I Hummer. know what you're going to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything is tone on tone. No, you're not Kim Kardashian. I can't stand Nothing the... is left to the imagination. Let's yeah, just well, put it that it's way. Just, it's, <laughs> it's the color scheme the that's color in, scheme. in right now. Yeah, I, know I do not like, we are not into those dusty yellow yeah. earth. Well, what, I mean, the colors are fine, but it's just it does seem like it's an, it doesn't always need, like, don't don't forget to throw a, a pretty shawl on or have a duster. Those planes are cold and you never know when you have to sit on something dirty. Have a scar. I mean, have something ready. You know, to break up the line. Lori, that is a serious travel trip always. Bring us around. Yes, some go. kind of a thing. There's something to wrap around you yes. to... To break up the line. line break up the so line. Funny. You can't look like you just... Not everyone's a dancer. That's right. <laughs> leaping out of uh-huh. bed in our outfits that all match the same. So there's This is a, lot, a great sexy tip. Yeah, there's a lot of variation about what's attractive. Be in the know. moment, but look in the mirror. Okay. <laughs> that was some Yeah, be day. in the moment, but look in the Take mirror. Take a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Just ever try one step harder. You can do it. Just a little bit. I mean, if you want to really do it, and go three because that's what I do. <laughs> okay. Directly so, from the So, all right. Now, here 
We've cuffed. People have cuffed. It's <laughs> it's November. So now people are... Explain the cuffing. Cuffing is when it's, it's yeah, when it starts getting... I think cuffing starts as soon as college gets back in. School's in session. Cuffing has started. You're okay. immediately casting an eye for someone to make out with in the leaves and at a football game and cuffing. Just, you know... Fall so romantic. Just fall, yes. yeah. Just it's it's just we're doing outdoor things. We're not making any commitments. We're still outside. We're pretending it's summer, but it's fall and we're cuffing because we're dressed a little bit okay warmer. And um, but now now you know you think oh maybe I like this person you know and when you get to that that's called the fork in the road or <laughs> otherwise known as forking. <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's a new term. Oh, uh-huh. you guys, well, you've done it. Maybe you just haven't heard that yeah. word. We didn't have the word. <laughs> the fork in the road is when someone wants to make you dinner. And they want to have you over for dinner. And it feels like if you've been cuffed up with somebody and you really like them, very often the next step, one of you will make the overture I want to cook for you because no matter what, no matter it's where you are. It's less expensive than going out. But it's also highly romantic. Yes, it and is. it also okay. leads to a greater chance of getting laid, yeah, which 100%. is why mostly it's <laughs> most men should be, uh, you know, or people who want to take the lead. You should uh, volunteer this right away if this is somebody that you like. Uh, and it's called forking, and you would like someone to just, you know, the fork in the road is your for- And 81% of people say when they agree to either make a dinner or go to a dinner, the relationship's getting serious. Oh, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. You're forking. Because if you're committing to go to someone's house, you're already making a huge commitment. You're letting them in your home. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. And then cooking for someone can be a vulnerable thing. Maybe you're going to cook together. You know, that's right. kind of a good little right. thing. If you're, I, I want someone. You and Casey cook together. Well, you know, the very first, <laughs> the second date, he wanted to come and cook for me. And I said to him, you are just trying to get in my pants right. so hard. I already <laughs> let you get them in a, a little last night, you know. <laughs> And okay. I'm like, you're not coming over. My stove doesn't work. <laughs> it did not work like last week. I don't week. even know if you had one. No, I had a stove, but I didn't ever turn on the gas. I had a microwave. I had a microwave and a, and a what do you call it? A toaster, toaster oven. oven. Yes. <laughs> and a, a Mr. Hot Coffee. Plate. I, I didn't even have a hot plate. I well, didn't don't even one. worry. A microwave and a toaster oven is all you need. That's all you it's need. all you needed. Yeah, That's really. all I needed. But Casey, no, I'm going to come over and make your sauce. I'm like, you're not coming over. I just... Has he ever made it now since you've lived in the house, though? I won't let him. It's terrible. <laughs> it's too messy. <laughs> okay. It's such this a mess. is so funny. I know the real way. It's too messy. It's uh. too messy. It's absolutely... You might as well have a kid with one of those old-fashioned uh, beater things and oh, just going like that in with a red sauce all, over all the around kitchen. the place. Isn't that the fun? Isn't yeah. that the truth? No, like- he did that deliberately a long time ago to get me to say, yeah. please don't. So he doesn't even because oh, he that smart. used to be the Ooh. thing, huh? Oh that yeah, well that's because at the firehouse yeah. you had to have three meals that you could make, and all of Casey's involved red sauce and sauce, right. <laughs> red sauce and sausage, red sauce and peppers and sausage and red sauce. Sometimes on, on a bun, yes. sometimes in a chili, yep. and then a spaghetti sauce. But all of the, I think everything tasted the same, but a few different ingredients, right? 
He oh. liked it, you know, the it's good firefighter food. But. I bet the days that he spent in that house were just fun. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and he says greatest job in the world. But anyway, if you're forking, if there's someone, there is a food thing that you could do if you wanted to add some extra wow, wow, zow, zow. Well, it is called, now let's see if I can find what this is called because there's a very I'm specific. I'm okay with you making up a word. No, no, they're forking season spices. So you got your ignition. Okay, you got your ignition spices. If you need to turn on, engorge, fluff up, give someone erotic thought, you want to use your ignition spices. spices. And what are those, you ask? Cinnamon, cloves, and ginger. Oh. Those are your ignition. Vroom, vroom. All right, yeah. Can we take a pause before you get to whatever the next spice group oh, is? Spark and Kindle. Okay. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and we'll be This is a good one, Lori. We're going to be back with Spark and Kindle. We'll be right back. How are we going to survive, Lori? You're going to use the fork, forking seasoning <laughs> spices. If you think enough of somebody that you've recently cuffed with and you'd like to fork on down the road and you know someone's making a meal and you're having someone over and for god's sakes be sure to wear underwear or no underwear but if you wear underwear make sure they're pretty it will die yeah okay well, so we are our, we know, are at our nice. spices to your oh, heart yeah. so we so did ignite we ignite, did ignition. cinnamon cloves and ginger make you aroused and wet and horny oh, and right. you'll think everything i mean that all of those are good try to figure out even if that's in dessert but try and get it, you know, the beginning of the meal so it can okay. work its magic. Yes. And then the spark senses are saffron and salt. And saffron is very good for people that are taking antidepressants. Um, okay. For some reason that it helps with the sometimes erectile dysfunction that happens. Okay. So saffron is a good Spice. It's, it's a sexy spice. It's a sexy spice. It's an uplifting and Julia, spice. Julia, our women also feel increased arousal oh. in uh, a delightful way, if okay. you know what I'm saying. Yes. And saffron also gives you naughty thoughts. Oh, you know. And who doesn't love salt? I know. <laughs> well, the salt thing is is wild because I have, we don't take enough, we don't get enough sodium, some mm-hmm. of us. So I've been putting it in my, you know, the pickleball chicks gave us those yes. packs and I use those for energy. Yeah. Because oh, I'm a salt girl. I salt too, but it's, mm. I don't, I mean, you need I it. salt behind Casey's back. I thought you were going to say his oh, ears. I salt behind oh, his Jeff back. Oh, Jeff thinks I use too much tea. And yeah. I'm like, I don't care. I went for so many years not salting food. Yes, it Grant is. Grant is dying. He's raising his hand over there. All right, my Grant. dad carries, no joke, a Tupperware salt oh, no. shaker <laughs> oh, no. in the side of his car. Oh my and God. And he'll get a Big Mac and Dump salt so, on that, yeah, bad boy. Yeah, I know. That There's sounds like my sal- dad, yeah. too. He loved the salt. <laughs> oh, and tomatoes, everything. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Okay, so we are on Spark. So, now, Kindle. Kindle is your vanilla and uh, sugar, which, what does that do aphrodisiac-wise? Well, if I have to tell you, you've never, um, you know, really been intimate with vanilla oh, or sugar. It. But um, vanilla makes women feel very peaceful. 
and it's a very comforting candle, like if you were having a scent. Love it. Yep. It it gives it it feels very soothing to most women. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a higher sexual arousal for men than any other scent is yes. vanilla. Yes. And I had a girlfriend who when she ran out of her uh whatever perfume she had. Sure, sure. She used vanilla extract. McCormick's. Yeah. Oh, that's even behind her ear and in her cleavage, (laughs) behind her knee. I'm gonna just for a joke try it one day. She totally swore by it. And Mm -hmm. I always say, Well, I think it's the sugar you're sticking behind your ear, you know, and somewhere else. But anyway, she swore by it. I think that's funny. Whenever she had any money, she did get to a department store or Walgreens and get some perfume. I love it. Oh God! Now I'm feeling bad for this person. Whenever she had money, (laughs) she got to go to a store. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, we were all in our twenties and consistently. I do. I would get money, and then I wouldn't work for you know. I mean, I was a very wildly inconsistent person working for uh, three or four years. Yeah, you know, after I graduated from college, you know, Mm -hmm. I screwed around and liked it. I screwed around and I liked it. Vanilla extract, baby. I'm quite literally glad I did it. But these are all things that could get your life spicy. And they're all perfect for this season. Now, saffron is a difficult one to bring into your repertoire. I mean, the only thing I can think of, paella. I mean, it's a very expensive spice. Well, I I recommend Trader Joe's. Okay, thank you. I've been... I love yeah, how you're I recommend Trader Joe's. We're just going to call her TJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bought that lotion you told me to buy from there. I've oh. done many other yeah, things. Do you, have you liked that? I have. It's very soothing, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm trying to react. I'm trying to make some impurities I, come out yeah, right I now. Can you can see, see that. Oh, yeah. No, I, I've oh, been you afraid see my to chest. ask Don't. what happened. Don't. Yeah, right. Don't tell me what to do. Okay, are you done with the spices? I Because i got to tell you something. So... Um, this week on Saturday Night Live, Timely, Timothy Chalamet was on. Oh, he was darling. He was darling, and he's going to be Willy Wonka, the young Willy Wonka in the prequel that comes out on Christmas mm-hmm. Day. Did you love the parody it of was, the Britney? I never the different made it actors? there. Okay. I never made it there. Well, we did post that. Yes. So I have to watch it because I forgot <clears> to tape it. For, it didn't tape, so, but his opening so thing was so hysterical he's yeah. clever yeah very very it was very clever and about baby faces <laughs> everything and all the it was pretty good it really was but they did a a thing and chloe Feynman started it it was different actors auditioning to read britney spears oh i love and it people did impersonations okay and chloe Feynman did like two and She's I mean, hysterical. Yeah, it was a very funny bit, and it was no one ever actually read from Britney's book, but it was just Britney's book on the stand and different SNL people doing different impersonations. Oh, Bill Hader and I, I thought it was a very good skit, and it wasn't mocking her. It was no, just having Chloe fun. No, Chloe Feynman parodies Timothy Chalamet with his hair, and because oh. he he is a unique looking. He's a thin, very. thin person. Timothy. Yes. 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 Very, very waif-like. They even made a comment during these. I think they made fun of the people auditioning more than they did, like yeah. you said, the book. They even made a comment. And I just found it. They're like, and Timothy with his yeah. 27th audition. It's really because so, he did the person, not Timothy himself, yes. but someone playing yeah. Timothy. Yeah. Yeah. He just couldn't do it. It was kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. That shows. I think they're funny. Very. It's been very, very good. So I think Graham so posted that. That mm-hmm. was, I thought it was a funny skit. The whole thing. And Boy Genius, which is Phoebe Bridges. Bridgers, you know, all grown. I didn't know who that was. They were so good. They were so fun. So I might have fun. to go back. I, I don't know why it didn't tape. It was bugging me. But tonight, just 
alert if you're a Babs fan. She's going to be with Stephen Colbert tonight. Oh. She was with Howard Stern on Friday. Did you listen? I didn't. I'm not a serious person. I'm Do a I purist in the radio. Search it out? I don't know if I care. Because Julia. I, and here's why I'm listening to her. Halfway, because that is a nine hundred and seventy. Well, I'm not even. I'm not even. The the problem I'm having is <laughs> I, I'm not desperate to get back to it because oh. it's so detailed, but yet it feels comfy and cozy while I'm listening. If that makes any sense, because she's reading it to you. Yeah, so she's telling she's you. She's lovely. So you're not in a hurry. But I'm not in a hurry. Yeah, I get it. I'm just spreading her out. Yeah. Well, but I, we think Howard Stern would get some different things that we might not hear from other people. Yeah, well, it, well it'll take a couple days yeah. because no rush. And the book's going to be around for a while, right? And uh, Colbert obviously flew to Malibu for this interview. Mm-hmm. Does she so not pre-taped? Mm-hmm. Oh, she doesn't fly. No, no, yeah. no. He flew to Malibu. Oh. So did Gail King when she did her thing. Listen, yeah, this that's what you get to do when you're, yeah. you know, a plus plus. Barbara she Sison, is. Yeah, she, she is. is. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Lori's book list mm-hmm. is posted on the Lori and Julia show page, and Grant has gone so far to link up the books as Aww. well as post the audio. So thanks, Grant, for doing that. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.